This is not about good, bad, right, wrong, 100% on, 100% off, morally good, morally bad. This is a numbers game. Hi, welcome to the Judy Terrell Show, where I explore topics intended to optimize everybody 50, 60, 70, and above. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Judy Terrell Show. I'm Judy Terrell, and I am a uh, health coach. I am a nutrition coach, I am a fitness coach, I am a master's degree psychology uh, uh, practitioner with a specialty in addictions, I am an ultra-distance runner with three races, four races over 100 miles, and I am a 11, no, 10-time Ironman with 11 on the docket for this year. Um, number 11. Um, so I am an endurance athlete myself and uh, I have been in the fitness industry for 40 years and I am 59 years old and once I turned 50 I decided that I wanted to specialize in the 50 plus market um, men and women both and and providing information and, and special um, I made it my specialty to know what is the information that 50 plus people need to hear? Because I saw that there was a, you know, a tremendous, what I see is a void in the, my industry where, you know, people were going to programs that were not necessarily appropriate and age specific for the 50 plus market, either getting hurt or the information that's not appropriate to your stage of life. So I have been specializing in that for nine years and you are now joining me on episode number four of my six-part series on what are some of the most common um, mind mental scripts that people are running when it comes to losing weight and following a food plan that will take people off the plan that is actually working. And how this shows up in my my office um, is somebody will say to me, you know, I got the plan and I know what to do, but I just got to get myself to do it. So somehow I'm, I'm, I have the information that I need, but I'm not able to follow it. And so I will tell you that there is two skill sets that you need when it comes to uh, eating plans and weight loss. And the first one is you got to get the right information for you. You know, you've got to, you know, do your research. You've got to hook up with someone like myself that individualizes programs. You've got to get the right macronutrient balance. You've got to get the right portions. You've got to get the right meal timing. You've got to get the right um, energy in that's going to be at a deficit for what you're burning. And there's definitely nuts and bolts information that you need to have. And it needs to be designed stage of life and what's, you know, hormonally what's going on with you. And you need to get that information. And a lot of people are not having that, don't have that information. And that's one of the reasons why they might fail at a plan. It's just not the right plan for them. However, you can get the right information. You know, so that's the part one. But like most, a lot of people come into my office, they got an inf- their plan from me. And then, you know, four weeks later, five weeks later, they're like, yeah, you know, I started off and then, you know, I know what I need to do now, but I, I just got to get myself to do it. So... Um, you know, give me a couple more weeks and I'm, I'm going to get myself to do it. And I look at them and I say, all right, do you think like there's going to be some sort of divine intervention that is going to get you to be able to apply that knowledge? No, because there's a completely different skill set in what you need to do to, in order to get yourself to follow that knowledge. Okay. And that's what this six part series is about. This is number four. 
And what I'm doing is I'm, I'm presenting the top six cognitive distortions, the, the scripts that someone runs in their head, that their, their self-talk that is making them fall off the program. And sometimes people know they're doing it, and many times people do not know they're doing it. And even if they do know they're doing it, they don't know what to do to help them to stop doing it so that they can follow the plan. All right, so with that as our backdrop, this is number four. And the number four most common uh, thought pattern that makes people not be able to follow their program is this. And let me set this up for you. So someone's on the plan and they're doing really well and, um, you know, they're seeing weight loss and then they had a bad day at work or they end up going out to dinner and they look at the menu and there's, they, they don't know what to order, you know, to follow their plan or they come home from that, you know, stressful day and somebody in their family bought donuts and they're sitting in a container that's clear and you can see through on the counter. Um, or maybe you went to somebody else's house and they cooked dinner and everything that they're having is like nothing is on your plan. All right, that in, those scenarios in and of themselves are not a problem, but here's the problem. So let's say you have half that donut of the donuts that someone brought home. Or, you know, you had some ziti, white flour ziti, because you went to a sports banquet with your child and all they had was like spaghetti, ziti, and bread with butter. Um, or you go out to dinner and you're starving and the first thing they bring to the table is the, is the bread basket and you're so hungry, you, before you even know what you're doing, you take a piece of bread, you put butter on it and you, and you eat the bread, okay? So in all those scenarios, which all of which are very common, this is what will happen in the person's head. Oh, I had half that donut. Oh, I had that bread and I put butter on it. Oh, I had that ziti. It's not on my plan. I messed up. That's, you know, I, 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 I was bad. I, I, uh, I, I messed up my program. And so therefore, I might as well just keep messing it up because I messed up. You know, I wasn't perfect. Uh, so having that half a donut, now you have two and a half more. Having had the bread and butter, you decide to get the fettuccine Alfredo with a margarita, and then you also have tiramisu for dessert. You know, you're at the sport banquet, and you have the ziti, but now you're going to have bread and butter, and you're going to have the, the spaghetti with the meatballs, and you're, gonna, you're just off to the races, okay? So the thought process that will run the person and then make them fall off their plan is that if I'm not perfect and I don't follow my plan to the T and I'm in a situation where I might not even have been able to do that, so therefore I fell off it, well, then it doesn't matter. I messed up, so I might as well mess it up in a big way. All right. So clearly that would then result in I know what to do, but I, I just can't get myself to do it. I, 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 I you know. And that's what happens. They crash and burn. And let me tell you something. When that happens and that thought is what ran that program for that meal or that episode, it is not uncommon now that the person who thought that could be off their, to the races for not just that meal, but like for possibly weeks at a time before they can reel it back in. Because they're so upset with themselves because in their mind, it's like there's no wiggle room. It's like I either do it perfectly 
or I'm not going to do it at all. Or if I didn't do it perfectly, then I'm a big loser, you know, and they place a moral judgment on themselves. See, I never do anything right. I'm never going to lose weight. You know, I can't do this perfectly. This is what happens every time. And your brain is off to the races. All right. So clearly, this is the thought pattern that we need to extinct. What are we going to replace it with? We're going to replace it with this. So let's do a little math, okay? So let's do that bread and butter one. So you had a piece of bread and you put a tablespoon of butter on it. So we're talking roughly about 150 to 200 calories. Now, I know when I design plans for people, I've created a calorie deficit for that day somewhere in the range of 500 to 750 calories because that's what the science shows is a sweet spot where there's enough of a deficit where you're going to see weight loss to the tune of about one to two pounds a week, but not so much of a deficit that you're putting your body into crisis and it will react negatively metabolically in the long run and that will actually deter your progress on a weight loss program. All right, so you had 200 calories of bread and butter. You're on a 500 to 750 calorie deficit day. 200 from 750 means you're still at a deficit of 550 calories if you don't let your mind run amok, distort the reality, and then make that 150 or 200 calories off become 1,500 or 2,000. Now you're clearly off the program. You have definitely, you know, negated the deficit for the day and three or four days from, you know, the week before. And it's going to take you another week to week and a half to crawl back out of that hole that you just went into. Okay. But you wouldn't have to go into the hole if you weren't distorting the thinking and making it be about perfection and making it be about, um, 100% absolutes, like I'm either 100% in the program or I'm going to be 100% out of the program. So what's the replacement thought that we have to put in here is, you know, recognizing that this is not about good, bad, right, wrong, 100% on, 100% off, morally good, morally bad. This is a numbers game. And so turn it into numbers in your own mind and do a little math in your head. All right, I'm off 200 calories, but that's not destroying my program for the day. So if I can be tolerant of the feeling of feeling like I didn't do it perfectly, but yet you know, not let that be the la- a slide down the slippery slope into the rabbit hole, I'm actually can salvage this and still have had this little slip. So you're turning it into a numbers game. All right, I have a 750-calorie deficit. I just went into it for 200 calories. I'm still in the game. Or maybe you went into it and you do it a 750-calorie. At least that day now is even. You, you haven't gained weight, all right? You might not have lost that day, but you don't have to backpedal for the next couple of days either. So the way to get yourself to be able to not slide down that rabbit hole when the, the, the thought we're trying to eradicate that comes up is, I'm either going to do it 100% right or I'm going to be doing it or, or screw it, I was bad. And I'm going to slide all the way down, down now because I'm going to, I'm like, what? It doesn't matter. Well, in the math world, 200 calories being off for that day, it does matter because it's not the same as being off 2,000 calories, and when you're putting it into like like percentages of being off, that can actually help you to recognize that you'd be distorting 
the actual situation by thinking in absolutes in black and whites, good, bad, right, wrong, on, off. And it allows you then to, you know, calm yourself down, talk yourself off the ledge, as I like to tell clients, and then be able to actually continue to practice your plan and make the wiser decision, you know, for the dinner, even though you had the bread and butter, you know, or even after your white flour product for your dinner because you had no other choice, you know, then you can pull some chicken out of something else and a little bit of the salad and like you can actually salvage that in some way, shape or form. You don't have to go down the rabbit hole. So thinking in absolutes is one of the main ways that people will fall off the program and then say, you know, I know what to do, but I I just got to get myself to do it. No, you have to recognize what thought patterns are leading you off the plan and then have a replacement thought ready to put in and then repeat it enough times so that, you know, you start to, that's the new operating system. So the old one becomes extinct. And so for this situation, the old one that we want to extinct is, If I fell off the plan, even just a little bit, then um, I'm going to just like let let, let, let the chips fall where they go where they may, and I'm going to eat all the chips. You know, if I have one Girl Scout cookie from the sleeve, it doesn't make any difference. I might as well eat the whole rest of the sleeve. Replacement thought. Wait a minute. Let me think about this not in black and white, but like, let me do the math. All right, I had one Girl Scout cookie, 150 calories. If I eat the rest of the sleeve, I'm making this number up. 1,200 calories, 150, 1,200, hmm, not the same. I'm only 150 in. I, I, can, I, can, I can backpedal out of this. I haven't really done anything wrong yet unless I let my mind run amok, unless I let my mind make this be about morality and judgment and good and bad and right and wrong and perfect and imperfect. You got to really catch yourself when your mind's going to go down that road because that is is a thought pattern that more often than I would like want you to know, I hear over and over again that leads people off their plan. So the old thought, I'm either 100% on or I'm 100% off, replaced with no percentages. How, how many calories was that? How far off am I in my deficit? I still have a deficit. I don't have to go off completely. I can, I can save this day. I can see weight loss on the scale tomorrow, even though I had that half donut, because you can. Okay, so that's my thought number four, very, very common one. And I just wanted to tell you that if you're seeing value in these four that we've covered so far, um, I do have a book that has 15 distortion thoughts that will run people that you sometimes know you're doing and sometimes you don't. And then the replacements for that. And I'm covering the top six that I hear in my room, you know, in my office and, in, and with my clients. But this book has 15 of them in there. And the nine that I'm not covering may be ones that you are running more predominantly. So it would be a tool worthwhile to have in your toolbox. And the title is Think This, Not That, just like we just did, um, How to Reprogram Your Brain for Weight Loss. Um, definitely, definitely valuable if you're seeing value in the four that you of this series that you've already uh, followed with me. All right, I have two more to go. Number five and number six, they're very good. You may be running those, so stay tuned or look for those before you uh, finish and, and finish the series with me. Okay, thanks everybody. Thanks for listening, everybody. And if you'd like to have access to some of my additional resources, I can be found at. Facebook, Instagram, 
YouTube, and on my website, www.judyterrell.com.